The theme for today's Brahma Vihara meditation is Mudita, the third of the Brahma Viharas. Mudita or appreciative joy. The quality as a state of mind or as an intention that we can set and that we can practice cultivate as a skillful means to free the heart. And we do that by attuning and inclining the heart, the mind, towards this quality, which is really what happens when metta, when our friendliness encounters happiness or good fortune. And as you know, this heart is a very delicate and sensitive thing and easily picks up on what's around us. And so when it begins to resonate with an experience of happiness, this is mudita. And so it's often also called sympathetic joy. Sympathetic being that... uh, quality in the nervous system of resonating and it's natural natural response of the unencumbered heart so you you know how it spontaneously arises when we're not uh, distracted by a difficulty or a preoccupation and you see something happening like you know a dog bounding across the lawn with its tail wagging like our inner tail starts to wag too (laughs) or the chipmunks or whatever and yet it's also so that there's this kind of brightness and uplifting that happens with these experiences and uh, somehow it just adds it adds more value to the experience it's like a One experience of happiness can kind of spread like wildfire and uh, create many further experiences of happiness without actually any additional circumstance needing needing to arise. And so that's also uh, the the root meaning of appreciation is to add value to something. But it's also, sometimes it's said it's the most difficult of all the Brahman Viharas. Because we have this inbuilt tendency to compare ourselves with others. And so often those noticings of the good fortune or happiness of others actually can give rise to the opposite, the opposite of mudita, which is the experience of envy. They ignite our our sense of, or remind us of our sense of lack or incompleteness. And so what arises instead is maybe a feeling of envy or competitiveness or the wish to put other people down or somehow diminish uh, what's going on for them. And we can feel our, our sense of discontent growing rather than our sense of happiness. And so it's a, it's a training to incline the mind towards the experience of gladness. 
to learn to appreciate other people's happiness. And it's, again, the the third way that mudita is often translated as altruistic joy, rejoicing in the good fortune of other people. And I really don't like that translation because it misses us out. And actually the Brahma Viharas are cultivated equally, evenly for ourselves and other people. And sometimes it's harder to really own and rejoice in our own happiness. To really take in the message that we are allowed to be happy. And that this is actually skillful. But when we can do that, when we can rejoice in our own happiness and the happiness of others, then that sense of separation and of... of um, isolation, the sense of comparing, the sense of lacking, diminish. So I think maybe one of us will have already said that uh, sometimes greed, hatred and delusion are called the makers of measurement and these Brahma Viharas kind of unmake the measurement. That's why they're called immeasurables. And so one of the things, though, that stays on board when we practice any of these qualities of metta or compassion or mudita is wisdom and discernment, which keep it balanced. So it's also balanced by equanimity, because if it's not, then it can spill into what's called the the near enemy or the imposter of mudita which is a kind of intoxicated happiness that loses its sense of wisdom and discernment we get kind of high there was actually an interesting question in the question basket somewhere back in the ancient past that I don't think anyone responded to but it interested me about mudita this person's nephew uh, is in the army and recently graduated boot camp at the top of his class and they went to the ceremony and their nephew was so happy and delighted and feeling kind of conflicted about wanting to share in his happiness but also sensing that this happiness is arising from him having signed up to become part of a group who uh, who's, it says in the note whose sole purpose is to cause harm all over the world to, to acknowledge that actually you know um, sometimes um, this particular institution that he's joined has been a cause for is a cause for harm and I think this illustrates the way that often our, our sources are um, the things that cause us gladness are kind of mixed you know, and it's wisdom it's wisdom to discern that but I it's also you know interesting how the mind can kind of want to simplify things and we can reflect in those situations well firstly I don't think that one joins the army with the intention of causing harm mostly and that sometimes this training can be a real service to society, that this is not sometimes um, 
having people who are well trained who can respond in crises and to disasters and keep the peace and keep us safe is a is a blessing and a good thing so in that situation i would feel it's you know it's appropriate it's skillful to be happy for their happiness and also that this happiness reflects some you know something that a person has worked hard at and uh, achieved and that's worthy of celebration and then but one could also temper that with the the wish that they could grow in wisdom and that this good fortune of theirs be put to good use for the benefit of themselves and of the world I notice I have the same response when I see for example my teenage nieces getting ready for a party and uh, there's a sense of happiness that they are feeling excited and confident and growing into kind and confident and attractive young women and at the same time a sense of weariness of you know the whole cosmetics industry and the fashion industry and I could get really sour faced about sharing their excitement or their gladness and this is not like the mind wanting to oversimplify things and then thinking back in our own experience you know there's something very important about and nourishing about how is it to have people appreciate and share in your happiness rather than try to squash it or put it down it's like we need one another's encouragement and validation you know and maybe that's not the time to give a lecture on you know saving the planet by buying fewer cosmetics we can kind of do that to ourselves as well it's like uh, we dismiss our happiness because we know it's not going to last and we think i don't want to be i mustn't become attached to this i shouldn't be attached but you probably all know these the lines from william blake he who binds unto himself a joy doth the winged life destroy he who kisses the joy as it flies lives in eternity's sunrise and we want to know we need to know how to kiss joy as it flies not to just swat it away venerable analio actually uses the image of sunrise to describe mudita that it it has this quality of uh, being like the early morning sun that has this freshness and sparkle it makes everything sparkling and new full of possibility and uh, out of the joyful heart all sorts of possibilities arise So it's really important to learn how to be glad on our own behalf and glad on the behalf of others. 
So, you know, to say to my niece or nieces, you look lovely rather than why on earth are you wearing that? (laughs) (laughs) You may have been the recipient of similar (laughs) experiences in your life. There's something about the the Brahma Viharas that is generous, that's very generous. And this is the nature of the free heart, to be generous. So whether it's our metta or mudita, to let it, let it be generous. Let it err on the side of generosity, if you're in doubt. So when we do this practice, just as with the other ones, not to feel that we have to push something out of the heart or pump something out of the heart, but just to start attuning to this the presence of this appreciation and to incline the mind in that direction. And we can employ phrases to the extent that we find that helpful. So just a a few suggestions of possibilities of phrases that you can just ponder before we actually go, go into a practice. So... How about, may I appreciate the joy I experience? And maybe sometimes it feels like what we need to do is to learn to appreciate the joy. May I learn to appreciate the joy I experience? May my capacity for gladness deepen and grow. You can wish that for others too. We don't have to get in a quibble about whether that's actually mudita or whether that's become metta or something. It's too much thinking. May I be joyful. May I be filled with joy and gratitude. May you be joyful. May your happiness and good fortune continue and grow. You find your own way in due course. And as we practice this, of course, other things will come up for us. Or if they do, that's not a problem. That's part of the practice. And if you find that uh, what's needed is some metta or some compassion for yourself, then let yourself switch to that, to hold whatever arises in kindness as a... Uh, Metta and compassion and equanimity will be close at hand when we're practicing mudita. These Brahma Viharas are really just like facets of one single jewel. Okay. So, sit comfortably. And I'll offer a few suggestions and pick up what's helpful and uh, otherwise let your, let your intuition also help you with this. It's so really important to uh, feel comfortable when we practice these Brahma Viharas to the extent possible.
to really connect with the body being here. Simplicity of just taking one seat. Maybe sensing into your willingness to whatever degree possible to play with this quality of mudita for the next while. Just beginning by uh, acknowledging your present experience. Body sitting in this space, the sounds around you. Thoughts and the echoes of the day. Just see if there's anything in your present experience that gives rise to a sense of appreciation, of gladness or gratitude. Really let yourself take that in. And then just dropping these phrases into the mind and seeing if one resonates that you'd like to take up and play with to drop in from time to time. May I appreciate the joy I experience.
May my capacity for gladness deepen and grow. May I appreciate the joy I experience. May my capacity for gladness deepen and grow. May I know joy and gratitude. For a while, just staying with your experience, if that feels okay, your immediate experience or the wider experience of your life and tuning your radar to whatever's there that's a source of well-being or something that you can appreciate, however small or dramatic it may seem offering a phrase or phrases into the heart I be filled with joy and gratitude. May my capacity for gladness deepen and grow.
May I know joy and gratitude. May my capacity for gladness deepen and grow. Taking a moment to sense your own presence sitting here. To tune into the body. To the heart space. Just to acknowledge what's here. in the midst of this contemplation. To hold open the possibility of being valued and appreciated just as you are with all your particular complexities. This beautiful aspiration of the heart.
resting in the sincerity of your intention. And if you feel inclined and ready, then perhaps now inviting into the mind somebody whose happiness you find it easy to be glad about. Maybe somebody else on the retreat, it may be a friend or an acquaintance at home. Maybe a four-legged being, not a two-legged one. (laughs) Or any other variety. Some being whose gladness makes you glad. bringing the image of this being or the felt sense of their presence into the mind's eye, into the heart space. Seeing them happy. Appreciating their capacity for joy. dropping in any of these phrases that feel helpful or words of your own. May you appreciate the joy you experience. May your happiness and good fortune continue and grow. May you appreciate the joy you experience. May your happiness and good fortune continue and grow. Playing this in your own time, with this in your own time. 
trusting your intuition. When the image or the intention fades, maybe taking a moment to check in with your own body and then when you're ready, just refreshing the image, refreshing the thought. If another image, another being comes to mind, then welcoming, welcoming them too into this field of mudita.
If you like, taking a moment to feel the body again, feel the sense of your presence, your embodied presence sitting here, and the space around you. Noticing how it is right now, in the heart, in the mind. Beginning to tune this quality of metta to acknowledge and encompass maybe more and more people in this room on this retreat. So many beings really establishing the causes for real happiness. Moments of joy and enjoyment and peace. Moments of perseverance and Patience, courage, real causes for rejoicing. May your capacity for gladness deepen and grow. May you know joy and gratitude. May your happiness and good fortune continue and increase. Maybe at some point, naturally, the you wants to become a we. May our happiness and good fortune continue and grow.
Checking in with the body, re-establishing presence if you need to. And for the last part of the meditation, letting your mind go to whatever being or beings it wants to, maybe coming back to your own experience, to yourself or to particular, a particular being or beings. Or if you like, maybe dropping the sense of self and other and dropping the words. And just tuning in to this sense or intention of gladness, of appreciation. And just letting that spread and suffuse and pervade this heart, this mind, this body this whole being and out beyond in all directions. Generous, abundant. Naturally radiant. Peaceful and at ease.
May you all appreciate your own goodness and may your capacity for gladness deepen and grow. May your happiness and good fortune continue and overflow. Thank you for your practice this afternoon.